This is the Maimonides Minute on JewishCoffeeHouse.com. Now, here's Rabbi Scott Kahn. Welcome back to the Maimonides Minute. Today's shiur is sponsored in memory of Chava Baspesia. In anticipation of the upcoming holiday of Purim, we are re-releasing our series on Hilchot Purim, divided into five segments. We continue with Hilchot Megillah, Perek Rishon Halacha Yud Gimel. In Korin et Megillah b'Shabbat. One does not read the Megillah on Shabbat, even though Purim can fall on Shabbat. It's a decree, lest a person pick up and hold Megillah in his hand. He will then go to somebody who knows how to read it. And in the process of bringing it to somebody who can read it for him, he will carry it for Amot in the public domain, which is Nisor on Shabbat. Because everybody is obligated in reading the Megillah, but not everybody knows how to read the Megillah. For this reason, we're nervous that somebody will take the Megillah to somebody who can read it for him, thereby creating a violation of Shabbat. Lefichach, therefore, im chalzman kriyata b'Shabbat, if the time for reading the Megillah falls on Shabbat, makdimin v'korinota kodem ha-Shabbat, we read it before Shabbat. Nonetheless, on a Purim which falls on Shabbat, that Shabbat we discuss the laws of Purim in order to make mention of the fact that it actually is Purim. Normally we would need no special reminder that it's Purim because we read the Megillah. However, on the Shabbat, because we're not reading the Megillah, we must make an extra effort to remember that it's Purim. Accordingly, we discuss the laws of Purim that Shabbat. Halacha Yudalad Ketzad, how does this work out in practice? Yom Arba'asar Shachaliot B'Shabbat, if the 14th day of Adar falls on Shabbat, the 14th day of Adar being the normal day of Purim, except in walled cities from the time of Joshua, B'nei Ayarot, Makdimin, V'korin Be'erev Shabbat, people who would have read on the 14th, those cities, read on Friday, the day before Purim. Uvnei Krachin, and people who live in cities walled from the time of Joshua, Korin Bizmanam Be'echad B'Shabbat, read at its normal time on Sunday, which is the 15th. If the 15th day of Adar falls on Shabbat, people in walled cities do it earlier and read on the 14th, on Friday, which is the 14th. And people in regular unwalled cities read it on its proper day, namely the 14th, that Friday. And in this situation, it turns out, everybody reads the Megillah on the 14th day of Adar. Perek Sheni Halacha Aleph HaKoret Megillah Lemafreya Lo Someone who reads the Megillah not in order has not fulfilled his obligation. Kara v'shachach pasuk echad, v'kara pasuk hasheni lo. V'chazar v'kara pasuk sheshachach, v'chazar v'kara pasuk shlishi. If a person forgot one pasuk, then reads the pasuk afterwards, goes back and out of order, reads the pasuk he missed, and follows it up, continuing on from where he had originally left off. In other words, he reads that pasuk which he had forgotten in between the next pasuk and the third pasuk after it. Lo yatsa, he has not fulfilled his obligation. Because he has read one pasuk out of order. If he does forget a pasuk, what should he do? Instead, he should go back, begin from the pasuk he forgot, and continue from there in order. Halacha bet. Matzatzibor shekaru chetia. If a person comes into the synagogue and they're halfway through with the Megillah, 
Lo yomar, he should not say, I'll hear the last half with the congregation, and then I'll go and read the first half. One should not do this, because this is called reading out of order. Instead, he must read it from the beginning to the end in its proper order. If he was reading, took a break from reading, and then continued, even if the break was long enough to read the entire Megillah. Since he did read it in its proper order, he has fulfilled his obligation. Halacha Gimel Someone who reads the Megillah by heart, not looking in a text, has not fulfilled his obligation. Someone who does not speak Hebrew, who hears the Megillah written properly in Hebrew, with proper Hebrew letters, even though the person listening does not understand a word, he has nonetheless fulfilled his obligation. And similarly, if the Megillah were written in Greek, and he heard this Megillah, which was written in Greek, he has fulfilled his obligation. Even if the person does not understand Greek, even if the person listening were a Hebrew speaker, he has still fulfilled his obligation. Halacha Targum. If the Megillah were written in Aramaic, or in another language among the many languages of the nations, one has not fulfilled his obligation by reading it in that Megillah, unless the person understands the language in which it's written. And that's only if it's written in the language and with the script of that particular language. Aval, however, if it were written in Hebrew, with Hebrew characters, and it's read in translation, Aramaic, to someone who speaks Aramaic, in other words, he's translating it as he reads it, seeing the words in Hebrew, but saying them in Aramaic, lo he has not fulfilled his obligation. Because since he's reading it in translation, not reading the original words on the page, he's reading it by heart. And since the one reading it has not fulfilled his obligation, the one listening to him also has not fulfilled his obligation. Halacha hei. lo Someone reads the Megillah without having intention to read the Megillah as such, he has not fulfilled his obligation. Ketzad, how does this work? Hayakotva, if a person were writing a Megillah, Odorsha, or explaining the Megillah, O Magiha, or correcting it on the parchment. Im kivan lebo, if when he was reading it, in the process of writing it, or explaining it, or correcting it, if he had kavana at that time as he was reading it and he actually read the words, yatsa, he has fulfilled his obligation. Because he had kavana to use this reading as he was writing it or whatever to fulfill his obligation. If, however, he read the Megillah while writing it without having in mind that this should fulfill his obligation, he has not fulfilled his obligation. If someone reads it while dozing off, as long as he does not fall asleep, then he has fulfilled his obligation. If he's merely half asleep, then he has fulfilled his obligation. 
הלכה ו. באמת דברים אמורים שמכוון ליבו בכתיבתה יצא. We said a moment ago that when somebody is correcting or writing a Megillah and reads it with in mind to fulfill his obligation, he has fulfilled his obligation. The Rambam now says, when is this true? That when he's writing down a Megillah, if he has Kavanah, he has fulfilled his obligation? That's only true if he's reading the words out loud from another copy that he's copying from when he's writing down his own Megillah. In other words, a sofer, a scribe, is writing down a Megillah, and he's copying it. If he reads the words from the original copy, not the one he's writing, then in that case, if he had kavanah to fulfill his obligation, he has indeed fulfilled his obligation. If, however, he is reading the new Megillah that he's writing, and he has kavanah to biyotse, to fulfill his obligation through that reading, reading from the new copy, lo yatsa, he has not fulfilled his obligation. Why? For one can only fulfill his obligation by reading from a Megillah which is complete and finished when he's reading from it. Since he's reading as he's writing in this brand new Megillah, therefore he's reading from an unfinished Megillah and he's not yet say. Instead, he must read from the original copy, which is complete, as he's writing. In that case, if he had Kavanah, he can fulfill his obligation through that reading. That's all for now on the Maimonides Minute.